Warning, this episode of On the Left Side, the funny football show, contains content that some listeners may find offensive, especially if you are a Manchester United fan. If you are upset by the depiction or mention of Liverpool winning the Premier League, then please do not consume this podcast. You have been warned. It's for you out there. It's for you. It's incredible. We, we do it together in this moment and it's a joy to do it for you, I can tell you. Well, it's finally happened. The culmination of the inevitability that we've all known for some time. Liverpool were always going to win the league and now it has happened. For a while now, it's been more of a question of when rather than if. And that when turned out to be Manchester City losing to Chelsea, which handed the trophy to the red side of Liverpool. It was inevitable. A bit like when your car starts making weird crunching noises. You know at some point it's going to break down, but still you just try and ignore it and hope that it's going to go away. But then suddenly the whole thing goes tits up. And that's where we are now. Right in the shit. If only Gary Neville had sensed the same creeping inevitability back in August. If so, he probably wouldn't have said this. Liverpool, City, Tottenham, all these clubs have had poor recruitment policies over the last 25, 30 years at times. Mm. So United are going through one at the moment. Eventually they'll stumble upon the right recruitment. They'll get a great manager, hopefully that's Oli, and they'll start to win again. That's going to happen. I can guarantee you as clear as day, Manchester United will win again. They will win again. No problem. They'll win the league for Liverpool. Yeah, bit awkward now, isn't it? To be fair, he didn't say which league he thought Manchester United would win. And I hear that Harry Maguire is absolutely smashing it in the Northwest Tiddlywinks Championship at the moment. Everyone wants to play in the top level. Everyone wants to play in the biggest tournaments in the world. Slabberdy loves the winks. Look, it may not have been the result that many football fans wanted, especially if you do hail from the city of Manchester, but it was undoubtedly the result that was deserved. And it has been such a long time coming. And in case you didn't know, it's been 30 years since Liverpool won a top-flight title. And just to give you an idea of how long ago that was, 30 years ago, Jurgen Klopp was on his original set of teeth. 30 years ago, James Milner was an up-and-coming player. 30 years ago was a time before dinosaurs ruled the earth. And by dinosaurs, I mean TV dinosaurs, Richard Keyes and Andy Graham, by ruled the earth, I mean we're doing Sky Sports coverage for the Premier League. In other words, it was a long time ago. Liverpool have been far and away the best team in the league this season by a country mile, a nautical mile, an intergalactic mile. They deserve it. And all those naysayers who said this victory wouldn't mean much, that the lockdown break, the lack of fans and the cries for the season to be null and void would take all meaning away, were left eating their words when that title was finally sealed. First, there were the players who, just like Leicester City a few seasons ago, were watching the TV all together as they weren't involved in the decisive games. Yeah, don't sound too bothered, do they? I don't know whose house they were actually watching the TV in and where the celebrations were, but I reckon someone 
We're about to go straight around Tesco's in the morning and get one of those rug doctors in. And if that doesn't convince you... Oh, for And if that doesn't... However... <clears throat> and if that doesn't convince you that it meant something, then maybe this will. Jurgen Klopp almost losing his shit during an interview on Sky Sports just after they sealed the title and having to end it early. I have no real words, to be honest. Um, I, I, it's such a big moment. I'm completely overwhelmed. I never would have thought that it, that it would feel like this. I have no idea. And um, it's just big. Sorry, gentlemen. Yeah. And see you. All the best. Oh, no. Don't you go, Jürgen. Because if you go, I think I'm going to go. <laughs> it's really tough not to like Jürgen Klopp. You can see why he's loved on Merseyside, and it's not just his bond with the club either. He has undoubtedly had a massive impact, both tactically and in terms of just motivating the team. But it takes a real expert to really drill down into what Jurgen Klopp has done at Liverpool. The kind of expert you can only usually find in places like the BBC. Here is BBC Five Live sports reporter Chris Mason to give us that detail. Jurgen Klopp that I mean clearly Liverpool have been an excellent team for years what has he done that has managed to get them over that line finally he is the one who does the tactics the team talk he's the one who sets out the training the targets at the start of the season so that's what he's done hang on he picks the tactics does the team talk and does the training he doesn't just sit in his office and let the players work out for themselves has anyone played this clip to David Moyes I think I've worked out what the problem is. So, Liverpool got the title and all was well. Or was it? Do you remember those worries that some people had about what might happen if the title was returned to Anfield during this little global pandemic thing we got going on? There was a suggestion that jubilant Liverpool fans might feel such an urge to celebrate that they break the state-enforced lockdown and take to the streets of the city. Remember those worries? The very same worries that were raised by the city's mayor, which prompted an official statement from Liverpool Football Club that read, We are aware of and disappointed by comments attributed to Mayor Joe Anderson. As well as a lack of evidence to support such claims, we've engaged with supporters groups who have informed us of their determination to respect social distancing measures. Yeah, so it turns out he might have had a point. Any idea of social distancing went straight out the window on that final whistle as fans flocked to Anfield to celebrate outside the ground in scenes akin to a Benidorm nightclub at 1am on a Saturday night, but probably with slightly less Liverpool shirts on show actually. Given recent events and given the lockdown stir craziness that has engulfed the UK, you can kind of understand it, even if you can't condone it. But what is impossible to understand is the small minority of fans who thought, Oh, my beloved football club have fulfilled my lifelong dream and finally bought the Premier League trophy back to the team I love in the city that I call home. Now I'm going to blow the shit out of it. I'm sure you've seen the video as a number of Liverpool fans assembled on Pier Head in the city and proceeded to shoot rockets at one of Liverpool's most iconic buildings, the Liver Building, doing £10,000 worth of damage. I think there's only one word to describe the people involved that me, you, and 99.9% .9 of Liverpool fans would use. And that word is bellends. Not every Liverpool fan was so dismissive of the rules, however. Some 
drove 30 miles from Liverpool to Manchester, I presume just to ensure they were a safe distance from other fans and out of range of any weapons they were likely to launch. I'm sure it wasn't to rub their victory in the faces of their biggest rivals, Manchester United, was it? Ah, that'll be that famous northern hospitality right there. Okay, maybe there was a little bit of face rubbing involved. Although they did wish United well in the Europa League, which was nice. But well done, Liverpool Football Club. Well done, Jurgen Klopp. Well done, the players. And well done, the fans that didn't behave like complete cunts. You do deserve it. In less jubilant news this week, however, football lost a mainstay of the Premier League for the last decade. Kayla, the American bald eagle and mascot of Crystal Palace Football Club, sadly passed away. It's a sad story, but it did make me slightly more aware of a mascot that I sorely wished I had known more about. For a start, did you know Kayla is the same eagle that appears on the cover of Kings of Leon album Only by the Night? Did you know she was stolen from Canada and smuggled to England before being rescued by Crystal Palace? And I use the word rescued if you think that being captured and take away from your natural environment to live in a cage is in any way better than being forced to attend every Crystal Palace home game. Mm -hmm. Jury's probably out on that one. And she was clearly a very special bird to a lot of people as well, including Crystal Palace cheerleader Amy Latter, who paid this tribute on joe.co.uk. Everyone was in awe of this animal because she was incredible. Even um, opposition fans, they don't necessarily expect to see it. They're like, whoa, what's this? This is, this is pretty cool. So yeah, I think she'll, she'll be sorely missed, absolutely. She was so unique, because I don't think you get that anywhere else. Yeah, so unique. I mean, apart from Benfica, obviously, who do exactly the same thing. The official report says that Kayla passed away because of a heart attack and had suffered with gout for a few years prior. So, in a way, she lived and died in the same way that many of her football-going fans no doubt will, with gout and a heart attack. And to be fair, if she had a little bit of a dodgy heart to start with, she was doing pretty well to have survived spells at Crystal Palace under Alan Pardew, Sam Allardyce and Frank De Burr. That trio's enough to finish anyone off. So, RIP Kayla, may you fly between the goalposts at Heaven FC. And at the end of the day, at least she didn't have to attend Crystal Palace versus Burnley last Monday night. So, who's the real winner? Right, that is it for On The Left Side, the funny football show. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you come back soon for another helping of football funny. Make sure you click subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, On The Left Side. And most importantly, make sure you stay safe and stay happy. Ah, what a nice message. Bye. That was On The Left Side, the funny football show. And if you've been affected by any of the Premier League defeats discussed in the show, you can call our free helpline on 0800 Loser Loser. That's 0800 Loser Loser. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson.